Vibes Club podcast. My name's Matt. I'm your host. I'm sitting in a very warm room. I am drinking water with lemon. Earlier, I had an iced coffee. I'm watching Wimbledon. Children are off school. People are loading up roof racks. Some people are wearing sandals or flip-flops. I'm wearing Crocs. And you're listening to this podcast. So that can only mean one thing. It's summer. So this podcast is a bit special because we haven't got an interview and it's not um, something that the Bad Vibes Club has commissioned or made. This is actually someone else's podcast and we're going to host one of their episodes. The podcast is called 709 is a Lovely Time and it's by Sean Robinson Davies and Robert Bidder who are two wonderful people. Um, they've got four episodes of the podcast up on SoundCloud. If you go to soundcloud.com forward slash 70 like oh dear... 709 is a lovely time and they'll all come up. They've got wonderful titles. First one's called Ordinary People, uh, Special People and Pickled Radish. But the one we're going to play is called Hash Out on the Reptile. It's it's quite hard to describe how great this is. It's a mixture of music and I guess poetry and stories. Um, I think the best way of describing it is probably through what Rob and Sean sent in an email and then we can just get straight into it. They're pretty short. It's about 15 minutes. Um, and I won't bother coming back to say goodbye at the end because I'll let I'll let um, Rob and Sean lead you out of the programme. If you like it, then go and visit soundcloud.com forward slash 709 is a lovely time and listen to the rest of the episodes, which are all great. Okay, so Sean and Rob said this. We made the four episodes in six days over a two-year period. We used to study together in London and lived in a mouldy flat in New Cross but never made anything together. Sean now lives in Edinburgh. What better time to collaborate than when we are living hundreds of miles apart? We visited each other for weekends to work on it, providing a nice excuse to hang out. We wanted to write some stuff, so we started by doing writing games where we were generating material together quickly and not worrying too much about what came out. Then we did a bit of editing and recording. We put it all together fairly quickly. Rob had the music sessions lying around unused. Rob also makes videos and is in the band Dog Chocolate and Sean writes fiction and does stand-up. And I would really suggest you go and check out Dog Chocolate because they're incredible and also check out Sean's performance and stand-up which is all on her website. Um, you can put in their names on Google and you'll find them. They're great. But now we've got Hash Out on the Reptile. Episode 3 of 709 is a lovely time. Okay, enjoy. Seven. Oh. Nine. Hello. Okay. That's fine.
Oh, hello, Sean. Hey, Rob. How's it going? Oh, it's nice bumping into you. Yeah. Where are you off to? I'm actually just uh, walking up the road, just to the shop. Oh, yeah. What, what about you? What's that? What you got there? Oh, I don't, well, I bought it the other day. Yeah. From you? yeah. I bought it from Tiger. Oh, oh mm, yeah. Cheap. It's really cheap, yeah. but it's cool, um, isn't it? Yeah. And I didn't think Tiger sold things like that. I thought they sold more like little pencil shopmans and stuff. Yeah, they sell like... Yeah, puzzles. They sell yeah. like games, and they sell like household stuff. But that's so, like, it's like holographic or something. Yeah, I mean, well, that's. I mean, it really spoke to me when I saw it. I thought, that's me. That's yeah. really me. Yeah, I mean, you know? I can see. I can kind of. Yeah, it looks a bit like you. Well, it. <laughs> it looks like it. Uh, well, I think. Oh, your per- it's like looks like your personality. That's I mean, what I mean. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. I doesn't. I didn't Obviously think. Obviously, you it, don't look like that. It I, doesn't look well, like. I hope you. not. <laughs> I hope not. But There's something about it. I think. I think what it, so. I was watching. Um, do you ever watch uh, your astrology? Uh, what's coming up for you in the month? There's like a lot of astrologers. Watch it like on TV. On uh, YouTube. Oh right. On YouTube. YouTube? YouTube. Um, yeah, the I've YouTube. never said it out loud, actually. YouTube? You said it out loud? No, YouTube. It's my tube. Mm. <laughs> anyway, yeah, sorry, astrology. So yeah, you, so they have... Um, do you mean like your horoscope? Is that what you mean? Yeah, your horoscope. Oh, no. Yeah, okay. they have like astrologers on yeah. on YouTube. Yeah. And they have... And they tell you, oh, if you're a Leo, yeah. for example, they say, oh, okay, this is... This is July's forecast for Leo. Okay, this yeah. is what's going to happen yeah, to you. Yeah. Your your moon is going to be in Virgo, and your yeah. you know the sun's going to be in Jupiter, or whatever. And do they tell you what that means, or do you just have to know? Yeah, no, yeah. they oh yeah, they tell you. Can yeah, they tell okay. you? I mean, okay. like that. Pff, otherwise, you could do it yourself, couldn't you? So what did you? So have you just had one? You, oh yeah, so yeah. I just watched one on on yeah. on, on, on 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 YouTube, mm. and. Um, they said that because of my my celestial arrangement at the moment, mm-hmm. that um, that I was gonna that I felt like I could express myself through my my body in new ways. Um, you know, through clothes I was wearing, or I could have a, like a, a, like a, a haircut, ah, and and that's what you led you to this then. Well, so yeah, I don't. I, when you, yeah, straight when I saw it, I was like, that's what that's what this means. Yeah, so yeah. I got, this is what I can. Because it's gonna like really amplify your general expressions, isn't it? I think that I think that it, I can already feel my social life change. I yeah. can feel things are happening. Yeah, to me. yeah. It is like you. Did, there's something different about you. Definitely, there is. Well, I feel great. Yeah. Feel, yeah. It's making me feel great. And how much was it? Like two ninety nine. Well, maybe I'll get one. Would that work for me or it? Because well, I'm Pisces. Would that be? Well, I, I don't. I mean, it's it's that's. I don't think it's necessarily got to do with your sign. I think it's got to do with the way you're feeling at the moment. You know? Right. So. And it just. Uh, I mean, could I have a go with yours? Could I? Because well, I. Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. okay. Here we go. So do I just? Oh, okay. Yeah. Just take it like that. Oh, yeah. Just, and mm. be ca- be careful with it. Be okay. careful with it, Sean. All right. All right. I am. I am. Oh. Okay. How does that feel? Oh yeah. Oh, it's. I mean, it's it's sort of not, but it's. Oh. Wait. No. That, oh no. That's that's. 
Oh no, I think I no. Get, don't move do, around no, I like think that. I need don't... to get it. Just get. I just want it to get okay, off. Okay, okay. I've got it. I've got it. I've got it. It's, 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 off, it's off. It's off. It's off. It's off. Oh, what the? Fr- it's you've done something to it though. It was like that already. No, it, it wasn't. was. It what? was like that already when I you gave it to me. I told you to be me. careful with it. It was like that already, and it just felt funny, and it, you know. It's fucked. Well, I'll get you another one. It's two ninety nine, isn't it? It's easy for you to like. It's not just the two ninety. It's the significance of the moment though but wait wait it's not what why is it well like look at it it's doing so it's now it's kind of what it's kind of radiating what? something what's that oh maybe maybe this that's is... what it's meant to do it's meant to do that you hadn't opened it properly yet oh. that was just that wrapper bit was meant to come off that's great isn't it that is great that's gonna work much better now that's really they should come with instructions. How are you supposed to figure that out well, by yourself? In, in Swedish or something. Oh, see, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, this is gonna be. Oh, yeah. Oh, that looks much better on you as well. That's really looking nice now. Yeah. I feel, oh, thank, thank you, Sean. Yeah, actually. no problem. Thank no, you. Just I'm a, sorry that. Ha- I'm, no, a happy accident, eh? You brought, happy. Yeah. I, I mean, just, I felt like I was. I was. I'm almost. I. I do. You know. You know. It's yeah. Yeah. I, was I mean, really it was angry. just yeah. Yeah. I was quite angry, yeah. but now I'm. This is. I couldn't have accounted for this. This is yeah, brilliant. Well, I'm going to actually just head off and get myself one. Yeah, I'm. Well, I can show you. Okay, that'd be nice. Yeah, yeah. Okay, we'll just uh, we'll head off. Yeah, maybe we can, we can stop by Greg's on the way. Oh, that'd be nice. Yeah, I like a nice cheese and egg pasty. Yeah, that'd be a good price, you know. My head every morning before breakfast. I have been wondering how to dissipate the clouds, and the answer is yogurt (laughs) and kindness. This was Teresa's third attempt at introducing MJ to rock climbing. She had hoped he would warm to it, but his face remained in its fixed expression of performed boredom. She asked him to check her belay and harness, which she'd mistied to test his observation. He glanced at the piece of metal, threaded with rope, lying in her hand and shrugged his shoulders. 
Reminding herself of the power of eternal patience, she steadied her voice. Look, MJ, this is serious. When you climb up there, it's me that's saving you from falling to the ground. And if I've made a mistake, you need to check this. You need to be sure that I've got you. MJ glanced over at his granddad, Patrick, who was sitting in the car parked at the edge of the quarry. Teresa's dad had shown her how to rock climb when she had been MJ's age. He had taken her out to the crags of the Peak District and she had been in awe of the miles of rock that towered above her, fascinated by the intricacy of the cracks and pockets and the secret knowledge her dad had access to as he expertly tied mysterious knots and arranged the gear in complex combinations. Getting to the top had seemed an impossible task from the ground, but the roots revealed themselves to her, move by move, as she learned to navigate the vertical landscape. Her dad had taught her with a seriousness she wasn't used to from him, indicating that this was an activity that needed concentration and respect. She re-threaded the belay device correctly, talking MJ through the difference. Right, you ready? MJ nodded without enthusiasm. He stepped up to the base of the rock and took hold of a rounded point directly in front of his face. He placed his right foot on a ledge by his knee and pulled himself up. She wanted to be close to MJ. When she had first become a mother, she made plans to teach him all the things she knew, sharing with him the things she found exciting, explaining to him the importance of responsibility and care for others. But now it was a good day if he looked her in the eye. Often her frustration would turn to anger and she would shout at him, telling him he should talk to her or wash the dishes or whatever the issue was at hand and afterwards she would berate herself knowing that her short temper was not the way to gain a sense of understanding or connection. It was like they had got stuck in these roles and she didn't know what to do to escape them. She watched him, now hanging, dangling a metre off the ground, grappling listlessly around in front of him in an attempt to find something to hold on to. She pointed to a hole for his right foot and tried to direct his attention to a ledge for his left hand while he shouted, Where? Where do you mean? He was getting frustrated and his haste was preventing him from making any progress. Patrick watched the two at the base of the rock from the car. The boy, awkward in his changing body, was writhing around on the end of the rope like a fish caught on a line. He watched his daughter, now a confident climber, a strong woman, gesturing with one hand while she locked off the rope with the other. He thought back to when he had first taken her climbing. He had wondered if she was going to be nervous, but she hadn't been. She'd been curious. Back then his limbs had been strong and he'd been able to lift her without a thought, the metal and ropes filling his rucksack. Now he sat here in a car, nervous of the chill in the air outside. MJ was halfway up the rock face now at about the height of a two-storey house. The slate quarry was dark grey and cut jagged from the industry of the past. Cracks crisscrossed around in front of him, forming crevices for him to put his hands into. He had made the last five or six moves in easy succession and he was gaining confidence. He looked behind him and saw the car below where his granddad sat and beyond the road the rolling hills. He looked down and enjoyed the rush in his stomach and the slight sickness in his knees. He couldn't see his mum now. A strong breath pushed out of his lungs as he used both hands to pull himself up onto a ledge, twisting his right knee inwards to get leverage. This is what she wanted to see. 
She wanted to see this enthusiasm, this enjoyment, and he felt that want so strongly that it hid deep down inside him when he was around her. He didn't know why he denied her such an easy pleasure. It had come to feel like such an enormous cost to grant her a smile. His foot slipped and he fell back into the rope that quickly pulled taut. She was holding him. He couldn't see her, but she had his weight down there, the rope held tight, preventing him from falling. Images of rope slipping through fingers and knots unravelling flitted through his mind as he scanned the rock face for a way to support himself again. Once at the top he relaxed, the rope held by an arrangement of slings and carabiners that Teresa had set up. He made his legs straight like she had told him to, pushing his weight back into a sitting position in the harness. He took some time to look at the view and saw his granddad tiny below him now out of the car leaning on the bonnet. He shouted, That's me! into the quarry, his words rolling around the rock crater like giant's footsteps. Gradually he was lowered, forcing him to walk backwards down the route he had just climbed. His feet on the ground, he hocked up phlegm and spat on the earth while his mum packed up the equipment. What is this sound? Are you whistling with your nose? A whistle in somebody's nose. Uncooked brown rice stuck under a long fingernail. No one really knows how it became fashionable for every coffee shop to have a little brick wall outside the front for people to sit on. Each wall was a creative endeavour in its own right and a new, clever wall, say with a series of curves or innovative structural concerns, attracted new customers to the coffee shop. Costa and Café Nero just painted their names and logos on theirs, trying to keep up with the newest trend, but they just didn't really get it. Experts conducted studies and suggested a correlation between wall shape and enjoyment and taste of beverage. However, after scientists proved an irrefutable link between coffee and early death, pretty much every coffee shop closed down. They tried to switch their product, selling coconut water and hemp floats instead, but it wasn't the same. In the space of a year, the UK went from having an average of 20 coffee shops per square mile to only having two, one in Halifax and another in Teddington. The empty shops mostly turned into estate agents, but people couldn't let go of the practice of sitting on those little walls, and so it became a tradition to always complete any kind of transaction or negotiation on a tiny wall. That's why you always see them outside banks and betting shops now. The most popular design of the past was in the shape of a crocodile, which is where the phrase hash it out on the reptile comes from. Meaning, of course, to come to a mutually advantageous business deal. Can 
we get together sometime and talk can we get together some time and talk things through FA Cup, filled up with sausages and beans.